You're here once again with Black McGee and my bro. I know it's Karakia Mitch, Nate Angami here, Sakia Tatawi Tene Wa. Oh, how's it been, brother? How's it been? Oh, mate, it's been a while. Oh, jeez, it's been a while. I know we've all been uh, pretty busy, though, so got a lot to get into tonight. Uh, how are you there, my bro? I know you've been a busy man. How are you feeling today? Tell us a bit about yeah. yourself. What's going on? Thriving today, bro. Thriving today. Uh, as you said, man, been pretty busy lately on these shots, getting pulled all around, bloody day shift, night shift, 12-hour shifts here and there. and nah, Loving it, bro. Actually, had a good weekend off to rest and recuperate, mow the lawns. Yes. Yeah, got to get on top of those. I did mine today too. So, yeah, good work, good work. Got a uh, yeah, peace and quiet on Father's Day too, eh? <laughs> Out of the house. <laughs> yeah, nice been, bro. Yeah, so speaking of work, um, obviously you've been on the, the long hours and the shuts. I've actually, you know, taken a bit of a step back. I'm working a little bit less hours, but, you know, a bit of, a bit of a lateral move for me. So the job I was at for like six years, I've uh, finished up at. And, um, yeah, it was, you know, good to leave. Uh, first time I've left the job when I've sort of been, you know, performing quite well in the job and going out on a high sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it was pretty demanding and just wanted a bit of a step back from that. So taking a bit of a side step into the old public sector now, going from private into the old uh, Education Queensland or Department of Education, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, that's that's been a bit of a trip. So, yeah. I spoke to you last week about it, you know, when you finished up your first week. It seemed like they hadn't really created a role for you at that time. Has that changed since then? Well, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't know how much I'll kind of, you know, don't want to give too much away, but essentially there was a job there. Um, they ended up hiring two people for the same job, and the idea was to split the roles as we kind of got a handle on the work. And um, it's easy work, like it's just a lot there and, and hasn't been really anyone looking at it and tidying it up sort of thing. But, um, yeah, a bit unorganised, you know, it was just sort of ad hoc. I think I seen the guy I was reporting to once that week. <laughs> he just sort of like popped his head and said hello and was like, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't really had a chance to catch up with you. <laughs> and he was gone again. It's like, oh, fuck, these fellas, man. This is like worse than what I was in the private sector. But yeah, nah, it's easy work, bro. But nah, all good. It's charging away. Um, good, but I think that, that bit of work-life balance yeah, so yes, no, no more evening work, no weekend work, which I had been doing for the last kind of six years, doing a lot of hours. It's weird though, yeah, it's less hours, but I'm actually working more hours during the day because I've got to build up what they call ADOs, accrued days off, to cover you for the holidays, bro. So yeah, that's been a bit weird, eh, adjusting to that. I don't know what, yeah, just learning how they 
you work, you know, what, seven, their roster is 7.15 hours a day, which is fuck all, really. Um, but I work like a nine-hour day to accrue the hours so that when the holidays come, I'll just get that time paid. Yeah, primo. And and there's plenty of those holidays throughout the year that you Yeah, I'll, I'll be able to cover September coming up, but I don't know about much further than that, though. Fuck, it's just, yeah. But uh, we'll see how we go. I'll give it to the end of the year. We'll um, reconvene, see if it's uh, everything it's cracked up to be. But yeah. Well, uh, the the podcast is is intended for, you know, a whole lot of bullshit, a whole lot of shit talk and that. But I'm going to get a little bit serious for the time being or for the next couple of minutes or at least and uh, give a little bit of a shout out, a bit of a mickey to our beautiful auntie Iris who passed away in the last few days. Um, unfortunately, lost the battle to that capital C. Uh, shout out to to Auntie, to Uncle Bunny, and, and all the other cousins that are feeling their mama at the moment. You know, uh, Love you each, man. Yeah. Shot, bro. Shot. And fuck Kenta. What I'll say. But yeah, it'll been happening, uh, coming for a while. So glad the few of the aunties made it over there to, you know, see her off for more support for Uncle there, I guess. But yeah, thanks for um, bringing it up, reminding us of that. And yeah, all the high out to the Stefano at this time. Um, going back to the old job scenario, though. Got to say a uh, big shout out to, to you, bro, for uh, hooking the young fella up uh, with a bit of a job there at the old yard. Uh, yeah, he's loving it. Well, well, I keep trying, keep uh, keep an ear out, my eyes, see what's happening down there in Brisbane, and um, all reports come back pretty positive. So good on them. Yeah. That's what I'm okay. doing, bro. Keep charging, keep learning. Most importantly, apply what you learn. Uh, he's he's you know, learning a lot there, which is which is good, and I think the consistency though is is really helpful because he gets up early now, and he you know, he's done by you know sort of three four o'clock, and then you know, bed early, you know, sort of thing. Up next day, you know that that routine I think has been good for him. So, a bit yeah. of a rhythm, done a lot yeah. of growing up on the last month. Hard, very hard, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, it's no, he's good. Yeah, yeah, he might have a bit of yeah, a bit of motivation now. Yeah, it's a simple concept, eh? You go to work, you get paid. Ah, and, yeah. uh, it was funny when you mentioned it. When when you mentioned it, and I was I was on the phone to you, and I was went into his room, and I was like, "Oh, bro, uh, I might have you a job." He goes, "Oh, where?" I said, "At the yard." He goes, "Oh, you know," sort of made that face, like they'll, "Oh, I don't know about that one." And then I told him, "Yeah, hey, reckons you'll pull like six, seven hundred a week." I see him perk up, like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah." Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> so yeah, bro. Uh, he's happy as. Uh, so late over here, he said, "Oh, borrowed talking to him about his work," and then he's like, "Oh man, I've never had so much money in my life." Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, that's that's that simple concept. Go to work, do the work, you get paid. Yeah. Well, and the other reason for that is he doesn't really need to buy anything. He's pretty well looked after. <laughs> so you know, which is yeah. Our fault and our prerogative. So yeah. Oh, we have some windy money. 
fellas holiday. Yeah, that's the, the main thing. Hey, I think that's what we've sort of said to them. You know, if you want to do anything, you better start saving some money. I'm not going to fund your holiday entirely. We'll get you there. But yeah, nah, so see a shout out for that as well. Um, we we're hoping to get some of the other cousins logged in here today. Old uh, Cuzzy Lord's out though with the, oh, he's doing call outs. I think he was just going to a job when we spoke to him earlier. And then our oh, cousin Jay, I don't know, he might be working installing uh, Japanese toilets still. So we don't know where, where the, the Cuzzy is there. But, you know, we dug around. We're, lots happened since our last podcast. And, you know, obviously the Cuzzy's been up to all sorts of shenanigans. Um, Probably too many to go back and too far to go back for heaps of them. So we'll give you a bit of a roundup of what's been going out, going on recently in the old Cuz Chat channel. Um, so Cousin Richo, I mean, he comes up a lot in these these topics areas. He's a bit of an out there dude. Well, not out there. He's got a lot of free time, I think, is more, more to the point. So, you know, he's uh, improving himself, been going on a bit of a health kick, as you do. And uh, that's extended to the to the rugby field. Mm. And there's a lot of questions I, I have, probably more than answers, and hopefully the Cuzzy can fill in the gaps at a later stage. But are we talking golden oldies or are we talking full-on? Well, I think the if we, we use his, his words, so we don't take him out of context, because he was a bit of a... Um, you know, a, a photo that went along with this 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 post as well. It may have been some uh, videos as well. Uh, heavily strapped knee by the looks of it, from what I can see there. Uh, MCL popped three weeks ago. Back to training today. Let's see how it goes, he reckons. And then not like half a day later or straight after that, he reckons he has that pre-season training. Uh, and then asked if he would be uh, trial for the team. <laughs> Is Actually that playing. Was in the states as a rugby player? Well, he's in Texas, isn't he? Texas. Mm. So Texas. Do they just take the assumption that all Kiwi players play rugby at a high caliber? Well, if it was me, I would be. I would be using that to my advantage for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. So I don't. I can't blame him for that. I'm more uh, concerned that uh, someone of his advancing years might, um, you know, start to cause irreparable, or one might say, grievously bodily harm. Well, as you know, if you listen to the podcast long enough, you've heard us say multiple times, man, any injury over 30 is permanent. So what's it when you're 50? Yeah, at 50, what, what happens then? Well, we're going to find out. Uh, whether it's just this preseason run around or if he actually does get on the field. But uh, yeah, Richo, yeah, thanks for. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, a bit of, bit of a pivot there to uh, Mitchell's uh, ongoing recovery with his arm. For those uh, not able to see what's going on, still got the bend there because I was there, my bro. Yeah, can't fully straighten it out still, eh? Yeah, nah, yeah, pronounced kink in there. Uh, bad news. So hopefully you uh, look after yourself, dear Cousy Retro, and don't get into too much trouble. Um, I will be sticking to safer forms of entertainment, I guess. I mean, 
exercise has never really been in my regime, but <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> but what does keep me entertained is the old gaming. And uh, there's a lot of it happening at the moment um, on all formats, all fronts. Everyone's gaming. It's in the news kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, we thought we'd do a little little quick segment here. Gives, gives everyone a bit of a gaming update, what we're playing, what we could recommend. If you've got any questions about games, you know, hit us up. We might, might know or, as usual, we'll probably just make it up on the spot. But, yeah. We, You've been dabbling in a in a bit of uh, what they would call next or you know next gen gaming, I guess. There, bro. Yeah. Well, I caved the other day. I caved and and went into uh, Auckland's or whatever it is, a mall to go. The idea was to go in a fridge. I got the fridge, and on my way out, PS Five caught my eye, so I walked out with one of those as well. And the the game I got with it, the game I actually wanted to. PS5 4 was that Hogwarts Legacy. You know, I find that I'm a bit of a wizard, um, a bit of a sorcerer in my own right. So I wanted to go. And that was the first game. You know, it's a lot of fun, you know, getting back into that RPG sort of scene. Um, yeah, well, even that's the- what surprised me, I think, about it is that, and what a lot of people have maybe not played an RPG before, is that it's, it'd be one of the first ones you've played, I'd imagine. Oh, in a long time, you know, yeah. like growing up. Always into it, bro. Fable, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Going back to Tinder, you know, Legend of Zelda, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy, you yeah, know, yeah, all that. Yeah. Growing up, bro, I was always into it. Um, took a little bit of a hiatus uh, in my 20s, and now that I'm in my 30s, bro, I'm starting <laughs> to get the cred back. Um, so, yeah, man, that Hogwarts Legacy has sort of got me at the moment playing that and a little bit of. Um, PGA 2K23. I've always loved my uh, sports games, bro. Um, whether that's rugby, golf, uh, basketball, you know, you're quite competitive as well. Yeah. Yeah, so the golf, eh? Um, was it PGA Tour 2K23, I think you said? Yeah. Um, yeah, so what we were looking at it before, looks you've been playing a few of the courses. I don't think you you're saying you've played all the most uh, prestigious ones yet. Do you have to unlock yeah. them or something? Or? Well, started off on the Corn Ferry Tour. If you're familiar with golf, you know that's probably one of the first open championships that an amateur golfer professional would get into. Right, right. Pretty much progressed straight from there, straight into the PGA. Um, been playing things like Scottsdale Waste Management. Other premier courses around the world, bro, and you know the graphics are that good. You feel like you're there. <laughs> is that like because that's an important part? Like obviously in the the golf swing mechanics, but like does it immerse you in the game and like, you feel like you're actually there uh, taking the swing? Bro, I've had the same similar emotions that I feel on the actual golf courses. <laughs> does it give you a good level of control in the old swing? Or yeah, absolutely. You got to be. You got to be on point, bro. Because if you flick it, because it's all done with your um, with your right analog stick. So if you flick it too fast, you cause the ball to hook, and if you flick it too slow, then you cause the ball to twice. Yeah, so right, it's all right. Calibrating that swing yep. um, for not only your driver, but you know you can change the shots if you want. You know if you're going to do a full swing, pitch shot, flop shot, splash, or whatever. 
you know, you, you have the option to make that call how you want your shot to shape. Yeah, nice, nice. It's a pretty similar to most sort of golf games, but with that, that you know, greater finesse control that it gives you, I guess, on the old thumbstick. Yeah, it is bro. you get that feeling, eh? Now, you got to also consider the wind speed in that. Cause it'll yeah, yeah. How fast the wind is blowing and which way it's blowing. So all of those little things sort of come into play just like I was on the golf course. So, yeah. you know, I can get to a simulator at the moment. Yeah. Now, you've been playing a bit of golf still, though, haven't you? Or, or I guess before the shot was happening. But, um... yeah, yeah, I haven't really gotten to play too often lately just because of the shot and taking yeah. my Oh, this is a... Uh... A good alternative, you can just jump on whenever you you, you got a spare you know, thirty minutes or whatever. Um, yeah, so yeah, give us your game updates. Uh, one I've kind of been jumping into just recently. It came out is Starfield. Which I don't know if you've heard much about this game uh, by renowned game developers Bethesda, for, who are responsible for like Fallout Four, um, those sort of games, uh, Skyrim. You've heard of that game before, so big open-ended role-playing games, and this one, as the name sort of suggests, is set in space, and you can yeah pretty much travel to different solar systems, fly down on the planets, do some missions and stuff, look around, get some stuff, go up, fly around. Might want to be a pirate, so you can shoot and disable ship systems so that you can board them and take over their ship, or just rob them and then take off yeah so it's pretty open-ended i'm about probably only about 12 hours in so i only really sort of scratched the surface main campaign they reckon's about 40 hours and plus whatever else you want to explore in in this universe something like a thousand planets i'll tell you what gets me because i've been on this you know almost 10 year hiatus from video games is the size of the maps you can explore now on games Fucking unbelievable, bro. You go. Oh, yeah. Yep. There's a lot of real estate for sure. Um, yeah, it's mind boggling. This this one here, yeah. Yeah, I've only just scratched the surface, eh? So uh, you can build, uh, you can go to a planet and build a base. Uh, then you can hire people to run that base and mine stuff on that planet to get your resources. If you want to trade, you know, then you can trade those resources to other systems and stuff like that. Or you know, become like a big trade baron or, or whatever, um, or be a pirate. Or I'm I'm working towards being a space cowboy though. So oh, yeah. uh, I'll be yeah, but not not a, th- a thief or you know too underhanded. I'd be you know pretty fair, but but mischievous and just trying to get away with you know, the best deal for me. That's that's how I'm playing it anyway. <laughs> You can choose uh, like certain traits and backgrounds and all this sort of stuff to give yourself a specific backstory and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, that's good, man. And then um, got one of these bad boys, the old Nintendo Ooh, Switch, uh, playing Legend of Zelda. So that is another huge game. I'm just taking it little chunks at a time though, and uh, yeah, enjoying that too. So yeah, there's a uh, what did you say PGA which Golf, which is on Xbox, PC, and PS5. I think PS4 as well. Uh, Starfield's on Xbox exclusively. So, sorry, PlayStation. I'll on this one. I think it's on PC, though. And 
Legend of Zelda is this Nintendo Switch game. So if you've got any of those consoles, like hit us up, we might you know, give them a play. Or um, always good to sort of build out a bit of a community. So here yeah, we might play online and stuff like that. Um, anything else in that space, bro? You want to mention? No, not yet. I think these two games will have me for for a little bit yet. But uh, like you said, if there's any recommendations. Now I'm fairly new to the old PS5, so... Yeah, it'd be a whole new world out there. Because after that hiatus, you wouldn't know, yeah, where to start. So get those recommendations in. Uh, where, oh, actually, where can people send us those, these recommendations? Uh, the Cuz Chat Facebook page is always a good one. Uh, you can just jump on there, or we've got an email address, cuzchatpodcast at gmail.com. That's cuzchatpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, one more for those that are a little bit slow, Podcast at gmail.com. Email us in. Uh, we'll check those out and, yeah, hopefully feature you on an upcoming episode. Thank you, Fano. Um, I've got to mention this as well before we move on to the poor form section as well. Just a bit of an MC update. Uh, it's all going well on the old medicinal cannabis scene. Um, yeah, like I've reduced, it's actually like funny that since I started this MC journey, that, you know, I've reorganized my whole sort of workload around what I was doing and trained up a whole lot of staff to kind of fill in in preparation of me, you know, getting a new job. It's actually kicked off a whole bunch of stuff for me, which has been really positive and I'm, you know, a lot more chilled and, and that sort of stuff, which is always a bonus. So there we go. There's your quick uh, MC update. Um, but, you know, some of those less fortunate individuals than us suffer from poor form and, as you might imagine, can get themselves into all sorts of trouble. Um, but you, you've got the most recent, I think, uh, example of this. Uh, I think it fits into this category, but why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, story about a young young fella that, that was uh, working for you? Well, it's actually weird, bro, because I'm actually pretty proud of it. I've had mixed emotions over the last few days. But thinking back on, on the last few years being here, bro, it actually brought my sacking to a round number of 10. Oh, wow. That's always nice, that little uh, achievement on the way there. To, to... I'm starting off good form, I reckon. <laughs> hang on, the hang on. Before, before we go on, if that were, could be represented in a stat for you, like now you've, you've got 10 sackings, does that give you like, I don't know, uh, plus five leadership or something like that, or is it more, uh, um, I don't know, uh, persuasion skills? Does that get a buff or <laughs> in terms of the gaming uh, aspect? <clears throat> yeah, well, if, if you look at it this way, I've got 10 over three years, so it's a little over 30%. So you could say that, you know, three and a half people are going to get sacked under, under me. In the <laughs> and if you average it out, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to put up a lot of bullshit, you know, and you see, lot these days with these young fellas that are coming through bro they've got everything handed to them they don't want to work for what they get they just want to fucking hand it to them they don't understand why you're not doing it yeah. you know crack the whip on them a little bit bro and they drop the lip straight away and, and I quite like it I quite <laughs> even, but <laughs> a sense of zero a sense of satisfaction I hear in your voice there <laughs> oh this my recent one bro because it fucking shook me and and I'll tell you why so we took on this kid, bro, and <clears throat> initially I was driving him up from Gladstone to Rocky every day, which is about an hour and 15 minutes. 
know, whether I wanted to or not, you know, that was the deal that we struck and we'd take him up there. So after the first week, bro, I got pretty fucking sick of it. And I said, look, man, there's a spare room at our house working Grace Mayor. Uh, you're welcome to stay there. We'll sort you out a ride and whatnot to get to work. So I'd been taken away on the shutdown, so I wasn't able to monitor his situation 100%. So I'd be ringing up some of the boys saying, hey, bro, can you make sure to text... Um, I won't give him a name. Let's just say Exhibit A. And, <clears throat> you know, let him know that you'll pick him up in the morning. Yeah, sweet ass. So said to him, all right, blah, 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 is going to pick you up. He'll be there at 6 o'clock. Make sure you're out the front. So 5.30 that morning comes along and he reckons, texts the borough and says, oh, I'm a bit sick, man. I won't make it into work today. At 7 o'clock the same morning, he texts the truck driver and said, hey, bro, can you pick me up? Knowing that the truck driving job is pretty laid back, bro, you drive from side to side, strap some gear up, load it on with the forklift, carry on going. So he was trying to take the easy way out. And he says to him, man, what the fuck are you here for, bro? Are you here to be a fucking truck driver or are you here to be a scaffolder? Oh, a scaffolder. Well, fucking do your job, man. You know, multiple times he'd be not coming into work, you know, he'd be fucking, whenever I got there, he was sitting down on his phone, you know, I'd be looking and watching and fucking... Sit out, and then the leading hands would be texting me, "Who the fuck is this?" Da, 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 da. Yeah, so yeah. I got to, you know, and because he's, well, he's he's eighteen now, but we gave him the benefit of the doubt and paid him as an adult, as per our EBA. Yep, it was thirty four dollars. You know, as an eighteen year old fuck, I would have called through bloody, I would have called through glass man to get that sort of pay when I was that young. You know, yeah. Fucking nineteen dollars an hour back in New Zealand. So, you know he's he was on a good wage. He had you know good thing going for him, and he just sort of fucked it all up. So I was told, Mitch, get up there, grab this kid, bring him back home, sack his ass, sweet oh, bro. So I let him work the whole day. Come two o'clock, I cruise past site. Yeah, bro, jumping. Got him back to the workhouse. Said, go in and grab your gears, bro. I'll take you back to Gladdy. Oh, me, me. Am I working in the yard? Oh. oh, yeah. So I picked him up, told him to grab his gears, and I was driving him back to Gladdy. You know, we just had, you know, small talk on the way back to Gladdy. Nothing too major. And then I got him home, bro, and the road that he lives on, uh, he lives right at the end of a cul-de-sac. Well, his parents do. He lives with his parents. Yeah, right. So pulling up to the cul-de-sac, I looked down the driveway and the bloody garage door's wide open. And his old lady's sitting there having a, having a seat. I thought to myself, oh, no, because I've known both his mother and father uh, or stepfather for, for a few years. I get out the ute and she comes wandering down the driveway, bro, with a sus look on her face, thinking, you know, why are you here? Why are you bringing Yeah, right. They weren't expecting back. him. It's only Wednesday. So she's uh, sort of giving me the people's eyebrow. <laughs> and um, as he's grabbing his gears, well, bro, there's actually a little bit more truth to me bringing you home today. Uh, side by side has a three-month probation period where we assess you on your attendance, behaviour, attitude, like that. And on the past two weeks, bro, you've failed it, and the company thinks it's in our best interest to, you know, part ways. So yeah. we'll call it a day, eh, bro? And I extended my hand out, you know, all day, extended my hand out open for a handshake. 
Det var en kamp. Er du? Stod waiting. Stod waiting for the hands. But he, like, sort of looking at me confused, like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And his mother is fucking staring bullets through me. And I said, well, you know, in the past few weeks, you've missed a few days. I've tried to organise you to get to work. You haven't gone. Um, the reports from the leading hand selling, telling me that, you know, you're a bit lazy. You don't want to do anything. You're not motivated. Oh, you don't. Man. In front of his mum, too. And she is just like, I could fucking kill you, Exhibit A. <laughs> oh, no. I told fucking car, spend $3,000 to get your fucking car so you could get to work. You're not going to have the car of your dream straight off the fucking bat. Oh, my God, yeah. Once <laughs> everything, eh? Most times I'll sack people, just tell them, bro, you're gone. See you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of it. I had to bask in the ambience, as Terry Crews would say. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. That's brutal. And, um, and sit in it for a little bit, bro. <laughs> explain exactly why I go that way and, and things like that. So I thought I was at the end of it, you know, once I got on the ute, drove away, I thought, oh, yeah, this is it. This is it. No, no, no. I get to work the next morning, bro, sitting in the office, walk in 6 o'clock in the morning. Hello, here's this kid sitting in the um in the lobby. Hey. So I'll just fucking go straight into my office, start doing some the mahi on the computer and that. And I quickly text my general manager because he just popped it. I text the bro, this young fella's So he comes back, calls me into the boardroom, takes the kid into the boardroom along with his mother. Oh, he should have left it there, bro. <laughs> what? My manager doesn't mix words. He doesn't tell you the roundabout story. He goes, you know, and he pretty much sat this kid down and was like, the most stupidest fucking thing you ever done was leave school. Yeah. You know, he just told him everything in front of his mother. He goes, I don't think you're worth two fucking cents. You're a fucking da-da-da, this and oh, that. What have you done before? What's your work? He goes, oh, you know, I've worked um, with Connor. So retail, selling clothes. Like, yeah. Well, that's a far cry from scaffolding. Said, you do realise when you come to work, doesn't matter what you're doing, you've got to come to work with the mind frame that you are going to be lifting tonnes of gear every single day. Yeah, You're going to be walking gear from A to B, passing it up, you're going to be wrecked. And then guess what? You do it all again the next day. Yeah. Pointing at me and he goes, you certainly ain't got his fucking work, work, work ethic. <laughs> oh, oh from not being wow. buddy. Oh, he was going ham on him. Just sitting there going, mm. wow, yeah. Should have let the water settle a little bit, bro, before you came here. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb people don't know they're dumb, bro. That's the problem. He probably didn't think he did anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, the, the sad thing about it. Yeah. No, so no matter where, what, how you would have approached it, really, it, it would have, he would have come back and tried to challenge it. By the sounds of it, so yeah. yeah, he just wanted to come through, think he could apologize, and everything would be right as rain. Yeah, negative. So, yeah, uh, he, he learned a good lesson. You know, I think the the takeaway from that would be, you know, he does have to snap out of it. Sounds um, like he had a lot of chances too. Yeah, realize that you know it's not all about about him. 
I've always said scaffolding's a team sport. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you got to contribute. You can't just sort of try and take the easy way. No, no, you can't hide it anyway. You, nah. you cannot hide it all, bro. Nah. With that job, as you know, as soon as as soon as there's a kink in the chain, bro, you're looking down, going, oh, "What's going on down here?" Yeah, it's it's felt. Yeah, well, like you see, because everyone then you're you know, impacting everyone else's work as well. Mm. But yeah, no, yeah, poor form, poor form, young fella. You know, what do they say? Um, out there, you know, inspiring sort of words to to kids and and that stuff. Yeah, they go out there. Maybe one. Of, this is one of them. Me, oh my, I haven't enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Yes, I have enjoyed that. Uh, I bro, the first person I sacked up in the house. Um, I've sacked another fella for throwing um, some shoes he tied together onto a power line, which the, the shoes actually fucking joined in the hole all down the street, bro. The whole power line was arcing off, bang, 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 <laughs> way back, right outside the job that we were doing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Multiple fellas were sacked just because Rocky just spits out useless. Um, yes, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been... Good for me, though. You know, it's a bit of growth within my own stuff, you know, not having to put up with um, ridiculousness. Oh, no. No, no one's got time for that. Um, speaking of ridiculousness, you know, there's some uh, someone else close to us that's uh, experienced a bit of poor form recently in, in, in a couple of instances, uh, you know, quite closely related, uh, you might say, there, bro. Um, Biologically, even <laughs> so, the, the old man's been travelling around a bit recently, hasn't he? And uh, seems to have gotten himself into a couple of bits of strife. Um, nothing too too outrageous or impactful, but it's like, oh mate, that's a bit of poor form. <laughs> so, have you got the kind of specifics of of these incidents, or did you tell us what you I know? Do. I do. Let me learn you. So. The old man came over for a couple of weeks on a golf trip, you know, which I'm very yes. envious about. Yes, he did. It was I'd like eight to... days or something like that, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I'd love to be in that position, you know, take eight days off work and go around the Gold Coast, multiple different golf courses with the boys. Premier golf courses in the Gold Coast. What a, what a lovely... That's right. So he's a very habitual man. Hey, the old boy has always been a very habitual yes. man. And you know he just gets plays, and sometimes you know you can you can get to a point where you get it slip. So he must have you know packed snacks and that throughout the day, and just loaded them up into his golf bag. And lo and behold, he gets to the airport. I think he gets all the way into Auckland from Brisbane on his way back, and his bag gets pulled up, challenged. He's sitting there thinking, oh, what's going on here? So the examiner, you know, goes along, puts the gloves on. (laughs) That's never a good sign. (laughs) (laughs) Opening up different pockets of his bag and pulls out an Australian banana. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Terrible, terrible. So one of the the main things that they ask you not to bring in. Yeah, well, their biosecurity laws in New Zealand are very, very high. 
They're held to a very high standard, so much so that if you bring back a $2 banana, it's going to cost you... (laughs) It's going to cost you a lot of money. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I was going to see if you are going to say it, but yeah, it's significant. Significant amount of money that one you would not want to part with, for sure. Um, so, so yeah, poor form there, old fella. Uh, you know that'll learn you for you know not not checking your baggage. But it doesn't stop there. No, continues as you as you know. <laughs> poor form travels, and, <laughs> and he he got on a roll. So he obviously, when you're flying, you're told to put your phone on flight mode. Yes. And he, he arrived back home, what, at least a week and a half, maybe even two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, that's how long mum's been here because they kind of were like in transit, weren't they? Yeah, so I think it was Friday gone, so two days ago. So he's been back home for, let's say, more than a week. Yeah, more than a week. Anyway, one of his old brothers contacted him, Uncle Andy. Uncle Andy, we're ringing his phone, ringing his phone, no answer, no reply. And, you know, generous, good big brother he is, gets a little bit worried and rings his daughter and says, oh, you know, Cousy Kylie, can you pop over to Uncle Pops and and just check on him? He hasn't returned or answered any of my calls. It's not like him. So Kylie pops over to do a little bit of a welfare check and turns out he's fine. But for the 10 days he's been at home, he's left his phone Which is hilarious because he obviously connected to Wi-Fi when he got home because he was calling mum. And so he was on Messenger, you know, so he probably didn't think anything of it. Um, But no one else could get a hold of him because they were just trying to call his number. Oh, (laughs) poor form. Poor form. I think it it deserves, you know, uh, another one of these. Oh, uh, classic. Uh, so, yeah, if you've got any other uh, poor form stories, please let us know. We'd love to share those on the podcast as well. Um, and look, before we wrap up, uh, we've got some, uh, I guess, some questions from uh, the community, I guess we'd say it, or from the cousins to be uh, more specific. And, and this one comes from uh, Cousin Miles. Uh, now, let me just find because I'll use his own words. I don't want to misquote him or anything like that. Uh, oh, look, and AJ, cousin AJ's got a question as well, but we'll, we'll go through Moles' one first. Don't let me forget to go back to AJ's though. Um, <laughs> is it weird for men to have sex toys, but it's celebrated for women? Why? Women wear vibrating undies to the pub and dinner and movies. But I'm yet to hear a story of a dude taking a flashlight to a sizzler. Why? Yeah, well, I, I won't lie. I've got a few boys, you know, mates that that have indulged and do have these sorts of toys, you could say, whether they've used them in public or not. And, you know, I've never really wanted to ask the question. I do know of a few gents that do, you know, have them. Pocket pussies, you could otherwise call them. Right, right. That's uh, you're not something you'd easily conceal or, or carry around, I'd imagine. They have to have a little bag or something like that. Or 
having to make it a little less discreet or make it more discreet. Um, well, if you had a little one saying a lot about your manhood. Yeah, well, no, I know. Right. <laughs> I was going to, don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for pulling me out. <laughs> but, I mean, like, come on. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of dudes out there that probably buy all that stuff for their missuses and that sort of thing because they find it kinky, I guess. So the, the market is there for women's, uh, what would you call it, toys? Uh, I don't. Know. I mean, what's what's the latest in men's sex toys, Miles? Why don't you uh, be a little bit more specific there? What what's uh, what are you trying to get around with that, that's got you asking this question? <laughs> Maybe that <laughs> that's how I answer it. Is uh, flick it back to you? But yeah, you know, unless you want to get into that whole like inequality thing and I'm not prepared to go that deep in regarding this uh, question but uh, if anyone is yeah sure like get out there make a podcast about it why not we do <laughs> let's us say whatever <laughs> we want today <laughs> so uh, but yeah it's celebrated for women he is right I think I have to go back to his question it would be best to have him here to explain because no doubt he's done some deep thinking about it Critical thinking. Well, look, if he does sort of, I'll put the word out to him to to give us a bit of an update there, give us an audio response, and I will put it right in here when we talk about it. And if it doesn't, then, well, that will be awkward. I might just cut that bit out, but who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But AJ had a a question there as well. Uh, Rugby World Cup predictions. I think is what he meant. Uh, the spelling is quite atrocious, if that's what he did mean. <laughs> oh. uh, f- we got France first up, I think. We- Are we in their pool? Yeah. 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 We do have France first up, but yeah, a lot of people are going off the back of the last game, which, you know, was poor form in its own right. But I think you got to consider with the All Blacks, you know, they're, they're when these sort of tests come up, they do like to try a few things. Yes. And whether it works out, yep. I think they take it to heart too much um, because they bounce back tenfold every single time. Yep. So, Well, I mean, I, I do like the discourse uh, after a loss. Uh, I think it's more interesting. Um, and look, I can't say that I'm a rugby aficionado by any means, but some of the commentary I've heard um, about that game was more so around the the South Africans and their um, interchange bench or their reserve bench, how it was predominantly forwards. I think they had something like seven forwards. So they effectively, over the course of the the game, replaced their whole pack uh, for the most part. So, you know, that's – is that – I don't know if that's allowed or if that's something they need to look at. It's like, well, if you're going to change your whole forward pack, like, of course you're going to dominate in the rucks and malls and – They've always had a strong forward pack, you know, looking back, thinking back. South Africa's always come with a strong forward pack and a cheating. Oh, fuck, they had some monsters on the field. Like, no no question about that. Jesus, some of their guys are huge. But, you know, they're replacing them with guys just as big. And I think they spend most of their game playing against 14 blokes anyway because Barrett got sent off. Yeah. So, that was a bit of a, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, like I said, don't I don't want to put too much stock in that game. But um, yeah, we got France first. Uh, the other games there, uh, Ireland, Romania. Uh, Ireland should definitely get up there. England, Argentina. I'll be backing the Pumas for that one. Uh, and then we've also got Italy, uh, Namibia. Uh, as far as it goes for world rugby too, you know, a know. lot of have caught up. And it does make for an interesting because there was a time there where the All Blacks just dominated everything, um, you know, regarding rugby. So it's good to see that other countries are making that step to yeah. progress in, it's good in to our see, game. Uh, teams like Japan, Chile, Namibia, and they who obviously are in the competition for a reason, um, but I can't say I've ever heard, uh, seen them play before. Mm. But um, I've followed Japan in the last World Cup because you know it was awesome to see. Um, there was a lot yeah. of Brown brothers too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, from coaching staff to players as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. Oh, look, I'll go definitely back New Zealand. Um, I think France has got a freaking good chance though. Um, but you know, and only one of those teams can actually make it through, really, can't they? So yeah, um, and it's always. Yeah, what what excuse Australia has as to why they win the game? <laughs> yeah, look, I'd love for one of the the uh, smaller nations to win it. Like, just imagine a um, what a, which who's who do you reckon's got the most likelihood? I mean, Fiji, probably. Yeah, they got some big boys there, and they're always got um, got their speed as well, acceleration. Um, as do most of Fijians, even through their board back in there as well. Man, they dominant side. I'd like to see Argentina do well. And here's a man we can call on about rugby oh, well, stats. Just, uh, just for now, we'll call in our rugby expert uh, on his rugby World expert. Cup predictions. Uh, take it away, Lord. Oh, how's it going, Cousins? Yeah. Very good, very good. I wouldn't, um, wouldn't be calling myself much of a rugby expert nowadays. I'd hardly even bloody watch it. Um... Well, you're about the same as us then, so <laughs> we just make you shit yeah. up. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know I know Ireland's ranked number one in the world. A lot of people got them. Uh, All Blacks have taken a fall for some reason after that South Africa loss. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're better off to be losing now than losing later. I mean, yeah, we're playing, we were just saying that. Out of that game. Yeah. To be fair, um, I don't know. I think. Um, who could be in there this year? Well, France has, you know, obviously got the yeah, field a, advantage. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, saying the likes of uh, Fiji, Argentina, be good to see them get up. Even Scotland, they had a good win over um, South Africa, didn't they, not long ago? Know what it takes. But Fiji are the biggest climbers uh, in recent yeah. weeks. Yeah, well, didn't they? Who did they beat? England? Yep. Yeah, yeah, they did. Was it last week? Yeah, they I did. I think there'll be a lot of people trying some new shit out of it. Yes. That's why I thought you couldn't. That's close to the World Cup. Awesome. Trying to get some final combos yeah. happening. Um, 
probably the only sport I actually watch religiously now is MMA. But, um, yeah, you, you if you'd asked me when I was 15, I would know every player in the whole Super Rugby. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't follow it that closely either. Yeah, now I can barely name all the All Blacks, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. No, the feeling. But um, touching on that image. You don't have to to enjoy it, though. Like, I enjoy the hell out of it. I couldn't tell you half the players in the the team. Yeah, that's right. Or to um, not enjoy it, too, like to get angry in that while you're watching it. Get upset, you know? Don't get too upset, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! Fuck! Yeah. That's good. Um, Have you guys already covered the... um, Mitch's um, sacking of his um, young employee. We have, yeah, that was in the poor form uh, stories. Well, I kind of concluded that he was given a lot of chances and, um, you know, some people don't know they're dumb, bro. So, you know, him coming back to try and get his job back, he obviously just wasn't cognitively, cognitively capable of, you know, handling that situation. He was obviously delusional. <laughs> you know him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's coming back to try and get it back, bro. After you sacked him in front of his mum. Yeah. Maybe his mum told him to go back, bro. Just so what'd you say? Did he actually rock up? Mitch? He did, bro. Not he even a phone call. The next day in the office. Um, yep. So yeah, it, it, he pretty much just got belittled, bro, by our general manager. <laughs> <laughs> You got a wake up call. Let's let's say that. Not so much for little. You got a you got a wake up call. You'll have to listen back yep. to the podcast to hear the full story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds good. Um, but we were actually just wrapping up. So you've come in at the tail end. Um, we were just talking about oh, yeah. the ABs game because that's one of the questions that Cuzzy uh, AJ um, posed. I guess. Uh, just let me check if there's any more. Uh, Miles six one. Well, we thought we need him to sort of give us a bit of a response there. Um, his up to his further to to that. Uh, why dudes aren't taking a flashlight to Sizzler is that you see girls on Insta talking about new clit lickers and shit, but I don't see Mad Mike talking about Mad Wanks. Um, <laughs> fair point. He's got a point there. Fair point. Yeah, he does have a point there. It's just it's a lot less uh, normalised, I suppose. Dudes will talk about whacking off, but you're not going to, yeah, a lot of the time. Well, you're not going to get the flashlight. We it's thought... Not, well, obviously, are people getting them, but... Okay. I'm bringing the Cuz Chat podcast back to its roots, you know, and talking about fucking growing up and shit. I used to turn to hear the Cuzzies, older Cuzzies, I won't say no names, talking about clanking. Yep. Quite religiously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, of I was, well, I was, yeah. For me, it was more the the like you've got a probably a bigger market of dudes that are buying woman stuff for women, uh, as well as women buying stuff for women. But I don't think women will be buying dudes a lot of stuff, so dudes would be just going to get their own stuff. And yeah, like they would probably feel like shame to go around and talk to that, you know, unless they find their community of people that are talk to them about it but you know as long as you're not hurting anyone you're going to do what you what you got to do 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's dudes don't seem to have shame about talking about whacking off, but just shame about getting uh, flashlights, I suppose. But probably wouldn't get one just because of the fact that you know I'm probably bad for the old um, post nut clarity, and then <laughs> you, get, you get that, and I just probably leave it behind somewhere, you know, <laughs> completely forget about it. <laughs> I mean, it's just evidence of what you've been up to. Yeah, well, we were talking about how would you, like, make that discreet and walk around with it? Like, you would need a little bag or something to, a little man purse yeah, or something, yeah. to, or a fanny pack. Yeah. And then is, is, carrying a, is carrying a small one around an a indication of your, you know, your manhood. Yeah. If, you, if you can fit it into a small travel pack. Yeah. Well, that's it. And can it Maybe take it? Um, possibly, <laughs> possibly something telescopic. Telescopic. <laughs> yeah, telescopic. Yeah. There you go. There's yeah. an invention for you. <laughs> yeah. Telescopic fucking um, flashlight. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, thanks yeah, for that, yeah. that question, anyway, Guzzy. <laughs> but yeah, we did ask him for ask him for a bit of a response that we can hopefully edit in here uh, to add to that yeah. that discourse. Um. But yeah, that's kind of all the questions we had uh, at this stage. Um, what was the verdict on uh, Richo's bloody uh, rugby career? Give it up or? <laughs> oh, it's fraught, fraught with danger for sure. Like, you know. Well, uh, I mean, reality is those those are those they're kind of war games, aren't they? Modern war games for sure, but you know, we we sort of took it on the assumption that because he has ties to New Zealand, that he's going to be considered a gun rugby player. Yeah, States. yeah, yeah. So he's got like a bit of, yeah, it's a bit of, um, yeah, it's a bit of a thing for him. It must well, be I, an ego thing then. He, he might ego he be careful about that. Yeah. Yeah, carrying your ego around in, into your late 40s. Not a good idea. No. Got to give it up. We're more worried for yeah. his well-being. Uh, you know, being grievously bodily harmed by you know a number of uh, incidents that could happen by putting himself out there. So just be careful, mate. Yeah, well, it only be takes careful. one dude going a little bit too hard, and then yep. you know, next minute you can't do any other sports. That's why I sort of gave up. Yep. I was like, fuck, you know, I like it. I like too many other sports, and yeah. Yeah, the older I get, the the more low impact I want my sports to be. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Preferably yep. water-based. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Cuzzies? Well, you know, uh, sorry we couldn't get you in for the whole episode there, there Cuz Lord, but, um, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll plan out a little bit more uh, Better than than this one, and uh, get uh, Cuzzy J on here as well. But um, until then, you know, stay safe out there, Fano. Uh, if anyone uh, wants to get a hold of us, I said the uh, Cuzchat Podcast at gmail.com is how to get in touch with us. Check us out on Facebook as well. If anyone still uses Facebook, and because uh, that's what it's all about, eh, bro? Fucking A. How's dogs? Fucking A. Fucking A.
smoke weed every day.